Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth on the BetQL Network. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you, presented by BetMGM. 20 minutes from now, we'll get to big dogs. There's some big dogs in the NFL this week. Some great guests coming up. Ian McMillan. I'm sure he's riding high with his Falcons. His Falcons, the only team undefeated against the spread of the NFL there in Cincinnati this weekend as a big dog. So we'll talk to Ian about that coming up and then Kenny Ducey on the MLB playoffs later on. But right now, let's dive into stat leaders. And I know you guys touched on a little bit yesterday. wanted to dive into some that we looked at it, and maybe there's some value to lead the league or, or be uh, a league leader or something. Joe, Devontae Adams, what are you seeing there? Standing out to you? Well, well, I'm taking a look. I was wondering uh, before the break if the number would get better. It has not <laughs> on uh, – after going on the bye, but if you still look at his numbers, he fit 54 targets on the season, and that's in five games. Everybody ahead of him has played six games. He's got 54. That's 11th most in the NFL, um, so obviously he's getting double digits per game. He's averaging 83 yards per game, and I still look at this, and it, you know, they're, naturally they're figuring things out and playing one less game than everybody else. He's got 414 yards. And leaders Tyreek at 701. Now, two was coming back for Tyreek, and, and that's potentially scary. But I I do think there's a little bit of value there on Devontae. And he, anytime his number's around 20. And once he starts moving up the board here, um, he's six in odds. I, I could see uh, the value go away. The favorite is Tyreek, and he's about plus 550. Jefferson right up there. Uh, Diggs, Cup, all those guys between five and seven to one. That makes perfect sense. But when you drop it down a little bit, Devontae Adams uh, being the target hog out there, which should be some shootouts the rest of the way as they figure things out offensively. Uh, I, I, I would think Carr's going to be in a spot where he's going to realize in money time he needs to go to Devontae more. I do think there is that value there because if you if you line everybody up, I think Devontae's just as good as anybody else. I mean, maybe you would take Justin Jefferson because of his age or you would look at Diggs, possibly Cup, but – at, they're not better than Adams. So at 20 to one with so many games left, I would take a look. Yeah, that's a good one. And we, I still think the, the reality, like the game they just played last week when they beat the, uh, where they lost to the Chiefs, isn't that the way their season's going to play out? Shootouts. They're going to have to throw the ball. They're going to be down in games. They still have to play the Chiefs again. So have to play the Chargers again. So they're going to have more of those kind of games. I, I think it's a good yep. play. And, and that's his default, right? That's Derek Carr. This is his buddy. That's He wanted to play with him. He's going to throw him the football. I think it's a good look. Aaron, which one were you looking at? Um, I'm looking at Tom Brady passing yards leader. You can find a 10-to-1 out there. Um, he's 328 yards behind Josh Allen, 
but only about 100 yards or less behind the other three. So it's Josh Allen, Matt Ryan, Pat Mahomes, Herbert, then Brady. So I think, you know, the way Tom Brady has been playing better the last couple of weeks, that offense has been coming along. I could see him, you know, these odds getting shorter as the season goes on and Brady being in the conversation. And at 10 to 1, I think it's worth a look. I mean, I don't think their offense is where they want it to be. And what 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 do they default to? Him, right? What was it, two weeks ago against the – was it the Falcon game where he threw the ball like 55 times? I mean, it's just like the, yeah. the, the, their offense, when they don't know what to do, they just say, Tom, fi- rescue us, right? Tom, we're, you got to throw it 50 times today. If they were better, I would say it was a bad bet, Aaron. If they were a better team because they'd be running the ball, they'd be up in games, they'd be resting him at the end of the season – I don't think they're that good. So I think he's going to have to throw the ball 40 times a game a lot. Maybe not this week. It's Carolina, but I think they're going to have to have a lot of those games. I, I could see it. And they, they have no run game. They have nothing to yep. rely on with the run game. It, it's among the worst in football, and the numbers back it up. And so they don't trust the run clearly. Uh, you know, sacks is interesting. There are eight players that have six or six and a half sacks. Mm-hmm. Highsmith leads the way of the Steelers with six and a half. Then it's Bosa Parsons, Judon Crosby, Von Miller, Cleo Mack, Rashawn Gary, all with six. And then you have Bradley Chubbs, Darius Smith at five and a half. I'm wondering if we can find value when you have that many guys that can just take the lead in any given week. Like this week, on Monday night, Judon can take over the lead by himself. A guy that we were talking about for yep. potentially at a, at a super long shot uh, for defensive player of the year. I, I think that's interesting. Now on... On the pressures front, Bosa hasn't played in a couple, and he didn't play the last game, so he still leads the way. He still has more pressures than anybody else, and he was limited in yesterday's practice. So I wonder if he's going to be out there, if Bosa's not going to miss as much time as many of us expected. Now he's 6-1. to one. There's no value there. But l- looking down the board, there are guys like Chris, uh, well, Chris Jones, he doesn't have enough sacks, but the pressures are there. Hendrickson is second in pressures, but he only has two and a half sacks. But uh, I, I would look at some of the guys that do have both the pressures and the sacks where you can find uh, find a little bit of value. Uh, maybe maybe Bradley Chubb, he's 16 to 1. He's up there in both categories. But that's something that I'm going to check in on every week. The, the only reason I, I'd be worried about Bosa is I wonder if – if this thing lingers, if they limit yeah. his snaps the next few weeks because of the, the, the issue, he's, the groin issue he has, and then he's kind of behind the eight ball there. But obviously, he's a great player. I, I've got one ca- – I like this category I'm going to bring up. I, I, I bet it earlier in the year with Justin Jefferson, scrimmage yards leader. I think it's fun because right. it combines the running backs and receivers, and I think you get better value, right? If you take the running back to lead the league in rushing or the receiver to lead in receiving, it, it, it cuts it down. But when you throw them all in the same hat, I think it makes it interesting. Two stand out to me with pretty decent odds. So the favorite right now is Saquon Barkley, and he's leading by a pretty healthy margin. But I, I don't know. And maybe I'm just wrong on this. Maybe it's like Aaron Judge. I just default that Saquon's not going to stay healthy and not going to keep producing for all these games. I, I think at some point he, he something happens, takes yeah. a step back. So if there's an opening, two guys stand out. Austin Eckler, because of all the receiving yards he gets on top of running the football, He's, you know, he's over 600 total scrimmage yards so far already this year. He's 16 to one. But here's the one that really stood out. 
How about Brees Hall for the Jets? He's 20-1 to to lead the NFL in scrimmage yards this season. Look at Brees Hall's numbers this year. He is now up to 15th in touches in the NFL. Yards per touch, he's at 6.4. And he's now added 19 receptions for 218 yards to everything he's doing on the ground. Like, he's becoming a big play receiver for them. He breaks big catches. Mm -hmm. And he's a rookie, right? I mean, is this the best time to get a a running back on their rookie contract? They don't worry about the tread. They're trying to win. The Jets trying to make the playoffs for the first time in forever. He's their best offensive player right now. Brees Hall, I think Brees Hall is going to continue to get the football. I know, I know Aaron mentioned some of his props a couple weeks ago, like his breakout game, 20 to 1. I mean, he's on pace for what, 1,800 total yards this season? I think he's going to be yeah, in the mix. Man. I like him. Yeah. This, and this each week me. you look at his yardage, he's just getting more and more and more. Yep. Um, he's really putting Absolutely. it all together. Uh, talking about these running backs, it makes me think that maybe there's value out there because running backs get hurt at a higher rate than any other position. That right. okay, okay, Saquon, he's minus two fifty for comeback player of the year with so many games left. Offensive rookie of the year. The top three favorites are all running backs. It's interesting how the league has wow. been flipping. It's more defensive, and then like for a lot of these awards, running backs are getting more respect. Now, with that, maybe there's opportunity with some guys down the board since they get injured so often. Yeah, and you got you got to see, like, which guys are ascending and who's kind of descending as the season goes on. Aaron brought up Brees Hall and how it's, it's building. Look, if you look at his game logs, I mean, this is a build. These are his rushes by the week. Six, seven, eight, 17, 18, 20. Now, I don't expect him to have 40 within a few weeks, but clearly he's the guy. Right, he was, he was a rookie to start the season. He's not a rookie anymore. This is his backfield. He got 20 carries on Sunday. And I imagine against the Broncos on Sunday, he's going to get the ball more than anyone that offense. So I find him interesting. I, I think, Joe, you're right. The running back thing, especially when it comes to yards per scrimmage or the um, yards, scrimmage yards or comeback player of the year, Saquon, is he going to stay healthy for 17 games? Well, no, I and, hope and not. The- I bet him under wow. 1,300 for the season. <laughs> He's on pace to go over that. So, yes, I am angry right now because he is on pace to go over that. So, please, miss a couple games. That's all I need. (laughs) Well, with with the comeback player of the year, it's only one running back on top. So, we talked – I think this this one is also going to be fascinating to talk about throughout the year because because of the New York bump, because of the start of the season, the Giants' great record, they've got Saquon at minus 250. The second favorite – you can find Geno Smith at plus 750. That is an enormous wow. gap this early in the season. So if one Saquon injury, go one injury, and then maybe he gets knocked out of this award, then all of a sudden that's where you can find some value. But what other names you going with? Geno's in the mix? Sure. Third favorite, Derrick Henry. Is he doing something remarkable that I'm missing this year? What, what is he doing? Uh, congrats, Brooks. They finally took Brian Robinson off the board. Good job. Uh, Christian McCaffrey is the fourth favorite. Daniel Jones is the fifth favorite. So where do we go? Dobbins? Mariota? Mariota, you can get a 65 to 1. Juju Smith-Schuster? Khalil Mack, you can get a 66 to 1. He had another sack the other night. So I think this is a good good spot to look for some value because you're one Saquon injury away from this thing being wide open. Yeah, I mean, 
Yeah. I mentioned it early in the season. Now, he hasn't played great, but he's played efficient. If Saquon got hurt and the Giants still made the playoffs, doesn't that put Daniel Jones in the conversation? He's the quarterback. 100%. He's, he, he's, he's been better than he ever one. has. Right? Yeah. Gino plus 750, I think is pretty good value, actually, versus the Saquon thing. I mean, I, I know it's right Gino. now. Paul's betting on DJ Chark, 100 to 1. Come back. This is the week. It starts. This is the week in Dallas. <laughs> next play? year. Next year. I think it's year? a next year thing. We're too early. We're still too early. We're two years too early. Now we're one year too early. <laughs> what about, ooh, here's a number way down the board. Probably would never get, eh, but he's in New York. Carl Lawson. You looked at his numbers. They're really good. He's 100 to 1. for the Jets. Yeah, Quinn and Williams, yeah. Carl Lawson. Those guys get after the quarterback. They are uh, – that defense is doing things there for the Jets. He, he might start to get some buzz. And, yeah, he missed all of last year with the Achilles injuries. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth, Beck UL, Daly on the other side. There's some big dogs in week seven. We'll look at them, which games we like, which dogs are we on this week. That's next right here on the Beck UL Network.